This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. stands and faces the judge. An arraignment is a short proceeding, but is an extremely important proceeding, she tells him. She then, excuse me, then Trump's defense counsel then says, yes, your honor, uh, he has, when he is asked whether or not Trump has received the indictment. And now, as of 4.24 p.m. today, August 3rd, 2023, former President Donald Trump has issued his plea. He is standing, facing the judge. He says, not guilty. That is to the first charge about which he was um, uh, that he was asked about. We will presume that he is, and now it is confirmed as of 4:25 p.m. Trump has pled not guilty to all counts. Again, there are other substantive matters that will happen during this arraignment. Um, we will be interested to see the discussion that happens around the conditions of his release. But the meat of this matter has now taken place. Former President Donald Trump has been confronted formally with the charges against him. He has been. Uh, he's had his rights explained to him, including the right to remain silent, which for anybody who's ever watched a cop show kind of lands like a ton of bricks. Um, he's been advised of his rights. He's been advised of the charges that are pending against him, and he has entered his plea. He has entered his plea of not guilty um, on all charges. This is just a, a moment, Joy. It is. No, it is amazing. I mean, Donald Trump has lived, you know, 77 rarefied years um, in which he has not pay taxes, um, not followed the laws in any appreciable way. He came in as president, profited, profited off the presidency openly, um, hired his son-in-law and his daughter. You know, he sort of flouted the rules, which is one of the reasons that his people like him, you know, that he seems to just sort of bandy the rules about that ordinary Americans have to follow and feel that they don't apply to him. Um, it's a humbling, it has to be a humbling day for Donald Trump to finally face uh, justice, particularly there in Washington, D.C. Uh, they oppose that venue for many reasons. The demographics of it are interesting. Uh, this judge name, I believe this magistrate judge is Mokshila Opadiaya, or Opadiaya, I might be pronouncing it wrong, a woman of color. Um, the judge he will be facing in the trial, Jamaican-born woman of color. Um, he seems to be facing sort of demographic reality, um, legal reality, and, you know, situational reality. He is not President Trump the way that he pretends to be when he's on the campaign trail. He's just Donald Trump. And that is what we intend our presidents to become again. After you're president, you're not President Trump anymore. You're just Donald Trump. And today he is just Donald Trump. This is election interference uh, at, at its finest. The DOJ is no longer the Department of Justice. It's the Department of Injustice. And uh, with this arraignment, 
Joe Biden, uh, his DOJ, has officially become his new campaign headquarters. And Jack Smith is his new campaign manager. Uh, but despite all of this, they're trying to keep him off the ballot because they know that he is the front runner. Um, and I'm actually really excited over this arraignment because it only ensures that President Trump will be the 47th president of the United States because the American people are sick of this. They're yeah. sick of the Democrats' dirty trick. And that crowded docket that Katie just laid out so well, of course, all taking place during a presidential election and an attempt by Donald Trump to return to the White House. You've written and thought about and, and talked to us so much about authoritarianism over the last several years. But there is the theory out there that he wants to push this along as he can, as far as he can. All these trials, especially this one, get it after the election, hope he wins and then make it all uh, go away. So thinking about all this legal trouble in that context for this man. What's your view of that? Look, I mean, I, I think hot vac summer of 2021 has given way to hot indictment summer of 2023. And I think if you have been, you know, clamoring for the rule of law and accountability in this country, it feels like a great moment. But I, I, I would say a note of caution. I mean, thinking about what Katie was just saying and others, um, I think we are at risk of confusing prosecutors doing their job properly with us doing our job as citizens. And this movement, frankly, this leader cult around Donald Trump, um, this cult of our fellow citizens who enable his lawbreaking by wanting him to continue in power is something that can't be defeated in a courtroom. It is something that has to be out-organized and defeated at the ballot box. And if all of our energy goes into passively watching for cases to advance, cases that are going to be postponed and postponed, as Katie was saying, um, I think we're missing something. And so, you know, I have this terrific interview with Ruth Ben-Ghiat in The Inc. this morning. She's an incredible scholar of authoritarianism. That's going to be our focus at The Inc. covering 2024 through this lens of authoritarianism. And also this lens of what can you do? Because waiting for prosecutors and waiting for trial dates is not something actually you can do. Uh, but out organizing this movement, running for local boards, running for these local education boards, uh, the way folks on the far right are doing uh, is something you can do. And I think it's going to be really, really important to remain focused on out organizing Donald Trump's incredibly organized, incredibly loyal, incredibly energetic movement, uh, a movement now of deception and delusion, but a movement. There's a reason no one else in his primary is coming close. He has a movement and they have, you know, social media accounts. And so we are going to need those of us who don't believe in authoritarianism in America to build a better, bigger movement. That should be the focus. Wow. Demographic uh, reality uh, strikes right there. You see how they uh, they fear you. They fear this audience. They fear the organization. They fear the energy. They fear the agency. All of it. Friday for August in the year of our Lord, uh, 2023. Uh, we could have played like we played last night. They're sitting there smirking and laughing, and it's the greatest day. And you just heard, uh, was I think Joanne Reed said he's facing demographic reality. What is that, Joy? I'm not quite understanding that. You got it all, but I would tell our opponents there are more tears shed for answered prayers than for unanswers, and we are fully, fully, fully engaged in this, uh, as Bobert said. Uh, we uh, this we see a path to victory here, an ascendant movement 
in back of a leader who defended this Constitution, defended the Republic against someone who sold out this country. Joe Biden and his family sold this country out to our mortal enemies, the Chinese Communist Party, the mortal enemies of the Chinese people, sold it out for cash money. He sold it out for cash money so they could oppress the Chinese people more. We will compare and contrast that as we go throughout this morning. I want to start with Boris Epstein. Boris, the polling looks amazing. Uh, the momentum looks amazing. Uh, President Trump yesterday looked like a leader, acted like a leader. It was just incredible. Uh, you were there. Give us your assessment. My honor, yesterday, okay, I'd get, yeah, okay. to, be wit- to be witness to something that is di- both despicable in terms of the actions from the weaponized, targeted, crooked Biden regime, and also amazing in terms of the strength that President Trump showed. And those remarks, Steve, those remarks, him holding his own umbrella next to his plane, talking to the American people, and quickly laying out reality exactly, Steve, as it is, that this should not happen in America, cannot be allowed to happen in America, that the American nation's capital is a a city of filth, and that he is being attacked. If they cannot beat you, they will prosecute you and persecute you. They will prosecute you and persecute you. And that that is the point that President Trump made beautifully yesterday. That is the point that Ellie Honig, by the way, made on CNN today saying that the, uh, the, the Atlanta DA is mixing up her, her legal and political fortunes. And that is the point that in, in a very roundabout way that analysts on MSNBC is making. They know that they cannot beat President Trump in the polls. The New York Times today twisting over backwards to celebrate a poll where President Trump is at 44 in Iowa and, and the Florida governor is at 20. Hate to break it to you, but in early May, that was 44 to 26 in the American Greatness poll, okay? That is not progress for anybody who's trying to beat President Donald J. Trump. There is no progress against them. All the progress, all the momentum is with President Donald J. Trump. And the harder they come at him, the more the American people call us around the president. Because even, Stan, you know this better than anybody, even the old line, ACLU liberals, they do not stand for this. And for Joy Reid, you, know, you could sit there and blow you and all that. Hey, Joy, whatever happened to that blog of yours with all those hateful comments? Talk about demographics. Did the FBI ever finish their uh, th- their investigation on the quote-unquote hacking? Stop lying to the American people. Stop the deceit. Stop the complete and utter distrust that you've seeded in the American people. There's never been the kind of cynicism and the kind of hypocrisy that we have seen now from the left, from the woke radicals, and sadly, from the weaponized law enforcement. Uh, uh, Boris, this is, gonna, this is a test of wills. It's going to be a test of wills between MAGA and this kind of radical uh, administrative state, their minions, the deep state, the media, the oligarchs on Wall Street, the oligarchs in Silicon Valley, and our enemies in other countries that support this, particularly the Chinese Communist Party supporting the Bidens. Uh, walk me through the plan going forward, not the legal plan. The, 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 we know, and Bernie Kerrick did a great hit today on Newsmax. We, we understand that we're going to put, um, we're going to be able to adjudicate the 2020 election and show that Biden's illegitimate. We're going to be able to adjudicate the Fed surrection on January 6th and show that the, uh, that the federal officials were, by and large, in back of this. Um, 
we're also going to get the House to go for an, it, for the uh, the interim step of an impeachment inquiry to bring forward uh, Joe Biden's treason, high treason to the American people. Uh, but walk me through the politics of it, the, the the rallies. I mean, how do we drive this forward? Steve, the politics of it are actually relatively simple, and it's three words, full spectrum dominance. That is not hyperbole. That is not metaphor. That is an action plan. And that's what you're going to see from President Trump in the next days, weeks, months, as he marches back to the White House. He's traveling today. He's traveling tomorrow. President Trump is going to be all over this country, again, showing the American people what a real leader looks like. Not some old decrepit guy riding his bike around Rehoboth for the millionth time. Please get the shots of the supposed American president in his swim trunks off TV. It is embarrassing. What do you think she is thinking in, in China? What's Putin thinking in Russia? The Mullahs in Iran. You think they're amused? No, they're not amused. They are embellished. They're not amused. They're empowered. They feel themselves gaining their oats when they see that. Let's stop embarrassing what is America and bring America back to greatness. And the only man who can do that is President Donald J. Trump. And you seeing it, Steve, in all the outlets from the New York Times to, to the mainstream, to the conservative outlets, and even to the liberal outlets, they know what is happening. You know, this, this leak yesterday of the meeting between Barack Obama and Joe Biden, that is not by accident. They're sending a message because they know the reality. They're seeing the numbers. That's why you've got New York Times, Siena, freaking out and trying to show some glimmer of hope in an Iowa poll where it, there is no hope for anybody but President Donald J. Trump. They know it. We know it. And we're going to execute on that mission. By the way, I want for the whole audience, I want to thank you, Susie Wiles, Jason Miller, Stephen Chung, and the handful of others that went up with uh, President Trump yesterday. It was fantastic to see the entire team there. Boris, how do people get to your newsletter? How do they get to follow you on Hot on the Gram? And how do they get to follow you on all your social media? Steve, thank you so much. I want to express a huge amount of gratitude to you, to the show, to the War Room Posse, to, and, and, of course, the whole MAGA movement, which is not just standing strong, but growing by leaps and bounds as we combat weaponization, as we combat targeting, and we bring America to better days. My information, the website is hotborscp.com, hot on borscp.com, hot on getter at borscp, Twitter at borscp, hot on truth social at boris, and the hottest on the gram, boris underscore Epstein. Stay strong, God bless, and Shabbat Shalom. Thank you, brother. For a crazy Irishman, this is a better day. Game on. This is a test of wills. Short break. Natalie Winters has put up her stories talked about last night. We're going to talk about the treason of the Biden crime family next in the war room. We are days away from the Durban Accords, the greatest threat to the United States dollar's global dominance in the past 80 years. On August 22nd, BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa, are expected to announce the launch of a new international super currency fully backed by gold or other commodities. This is part of their long-term plan to supplant the United States and the dollar as the cornerstones of the global financial system. How can you protect your IRA or 401k from the fallout from this landmark announcement? Diversify with gold from Birch Gold Group. Historically, gold has been a safe haven in times of high uncertainty, which is right now. 
Get a free info kit on gold IRAs and decide for yourself if a tax-sheltered retirement account backed by physical precious metals is right for you. Text the word Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. This is a monumental shift happening among nations that control one-third of the world's GDP. And it kicks off on August 22nd. Arm yourself with information to protect your retirement savings. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-L-N, to the number 989898 and claim your free information kit from Birch Gold. Your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, thank you. Um, we're going to spend some time talking about capital markets and the economy. There was just a slight miss on the uh, on the employment number a little while ago. I think 13,000. Instead of hitting 200,000, I think we hit 187,000 jobs. But the, really the uh, perturbations are over the Fitch uh, downgrade. And, of course, the Biden regime is saying it, didn't, uh, it doesn't matter, but it does matter because of the indication. Remember, if our side had won on the debt ceiling deal, there wouldn't have been a downgrade. That's when they talk about all the turmoil and the politics, all of it. Uh, Durbin's upon us. Um, the uh, Jackson Hole meeting with all the central banks will happen about the same time. The uh, the Republican uh, the twelve the uh, Keebler Elves debate will happen around the same time. And quite frankly, on economics, the Keebler Elves have been how do I say this? Found wanting. It's kind of the uh, the stupid hour, and that's leading with uh, DeSantis. You got to get serious if you're going to talk about the economy. You got to come up with real policies. Real solutions, not a bunch of uh, not a bunch of just uh, you know slogans. It's sloganeering right now. I do like the direction that DeSantis and some of the other ones are going, trying to trying to uh, capture uh, this uh, popu- uh, populist movement. But you got to do more than sloganeering. You can't just be uh, repeat President Trump's uh, policies and say, "Oh, I'm going to do this." You got to get serious. Make sure you go to birchgold.com/banner right now to get the pricey. We have a pricey of the first three volumes of the. Um, End of the Dollar Empire, I would like you to read all of those. I think you should. They're totally free. The Precy's free. Also, uh, before Durban, we're going to do a lot of coverage, you know, every day about this. Tomorrow, Dave Brad and Dave Walsh. I think Dave Walsh is going to join us. We're going to drill down on a lot of this. We've got some time to breathe away from these um, ridiculous going-ons in federal court. Um, more about that uh, later. Also, there's a fourth volume coming out, and uh, you guys are going to love it. We're going to go back to one of the biggest inflection points in American history and drill down what impact that's had on the United States of America and how it's going to affect your life. So make sure you go to birchgold.com. Also get the free info kit. Talk to you about why the central banks of the world, particularly the emerging economies in the world that have all the resources, why they are buying gold at record rates. Make sure you check that out today. Natalie Winters, just an incredible piece. By the way, Natalie, such a great hit yesterday. Um, I do want to mention that we're trying to get a licensing deal with the hat that you wore with the company. Grace and Mo are going to be on in a little while later in this hour to talk to you about, uh, talk to you about some huge developments for the War Room Posse. I know you've been waiting for it, but uh, uh, great job out there yesterday. But you finally got your piece up. And, and, and this is and, and so the compare and contrast and what you're going to see, because we're driving towards getting all the information out about the stealing of the 2020 election, because Joe Biden's illegitimate. We're going to get all the information out about the Fed's erection about what went on in January 6th and questions like why wasn't the Capitol Hill police chief called as a witness on J6? Uh, what's the, uh, the uh, culpability of uh, Nancy Pelosi and others? We're going to get to all that. Uh, but more importantly is, this, uh, is the uh, cleansing of the temple 
of these people that have sold out our nation. Walk us through your piece, uh, Natalie, and take your time. Sure. Well, if this doesn't constitute treason, I think we may need to change the definition, but more importantly, uh, the U.S. code. The piece that I just put up, we were, of course, teasing it yesterday on the show, but it walks through several strategy papers, research papers, op-eds, uh, really just commentary from various people affiliated with CEFC China Energy, which is, of course, the Chinese Communist Party-run company, not just that Hunter Biden received millions of dollars from, but that he actually served, in his own words, uh, as the managing director at. So in other words, CEFC China Energy really was sort of Hunter Biden's kryptonite. It was what he was partnering with when it came to his business deals with the Chinese Communist Party. Now, what really is so, I think, damning about this story is that it really gets into the details about what CEFC China Energy is. It's a lot more than just a Chinese energy company. It's a lot more than just a Chinese Communist Party-run uh, financial advisory firm. What it is, is it is an entity, an organization that is hell-bent on replacing America on the world stage, surpassing it with the power of the Chinese Communist Party. And don't just take my word for it. What this piece does is walk through, of course, these articles have been deleted, these strategy papers. Actually, the entire website has been erased, but through recovering it via archived versions, um, you can really see what this whole entity was about. And I'll give you an example. One of the pieces was titled, America Has Succeeded in Engaging China. It goes on for paragraph after paragraph to lament basically about an America-centric uh, worldview and more precisely world order, even saying China now uses America to measure its great revival. How about after revival? How about after surpassing America? China is going from a revival phase to a post-revival phase and from a developing big country to the world's leading country. It also, and again, I go back to my original claim when I say the word treason, I don't just levy that baselessly. There's actually an article on there where, and I quote, they use the word warfare. It's a multi-paragraph, several thousand word piece detailing how they want to use various forms of, quote, warfare, uh, especially information warfare and through the media uh, to influence other countries, predominantly the United States and countries in the West, to not perceive of China as a, quote, threat. And before going on to enumerate all the various ways uh, that they should engage in this warfare, uh, they, they really drill down, um, including uh, one of their preferred tactics is, quote, guiding public opinion and Western media outlets. This, of course, dovetails with other reporting that we've covered on War Room, how uh, Western media outlets have been paid sizable amounts of money from the Chinese Communist Party in exchange for, uh, and I quote, favorable coverage. Um, but I could go on for the entire show talking about all these articles. There's, uh, there's also pieces on there, the political path for the internationalization of Chinese RMB. China should take the initiative in gaining oil pricing power. Fundamentally, if you think Democrats, if you think the far left hates America, CEFC China Energy gives them a run for their money because everything on their website, all of these commentary pieces, like I said, that have now all been deleted and wiped uh, from history, they all have one central thesis, and that is to do away with America and usher in a new era, a new world order where the Chinese Communist Party is on top. On the third week of January of 2017, there were two speeches given. 
One was in Davos, the other in Washington, D.C., and I think they took place 47, 48 hours and 72 hours apart. The first was in Davos with Xi's uh, visit uh, to the World Economic Forum, where he laid out basically everything that CFC was working on through One Belt, One Road. And he talked about this whole theory of the case where China would become the manufacturing powerhouse in the world. Everybody else would be a supplier of component pieces and and end-user markets and also uh, would source raw materials. And this kind of uh, uh, um, uh, non-nation-state model they had was cheered. This was kind of the... uh, the end of the Westphalian system that had existed for 300 years of the nation states and the Financial Times and all the people in Davos had this standing ovation for Xi. This was the future. That was predicated upon the, 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 the entity that was supposed to execute that. A big part of that was CEFC. They were, a, as I say, a capital markets allocator, raiser of those funds and then allocated to these different nations and to do elite capture in these nations. This was the British East India Company's strategy in reverse. That is what the Bidens acted as the sponsors of that in the United States of America. This is how you have elite capture. This is how you have elite merger. They knowingly, and Joe Biden knew this, and here's why he knew it. Barack Obama put him in charge of the pivot to Asia for eight years. He was the single and sole government official responsible for overseeing all of the pivot to Asia, and nobody, as we got in there, one of the things that President Trump criticized, uh, at least in the last 100 days uh, when I was there, was that nothing had happened. We had, we had four deployed, we had four deployed one brigade of, uh, of fleet marines to Darwin, Australia. That's it. There was no more safe navigation of the South China Sea. There was, uh, America was on its back heels under the watch of Joe Biden, specifically targeted to do this. Picked and selected to do this after all these years of government service. And now we know with Natalie and others that is because they took cash money. He took cash money. Let me repeat this. He took cash money. He brags about uh, – he bra- and that's why I say the Burisma and the Ukraine thing, it's got to be looked at. It's got to be dealt on. And you're going to see so much corruption. They're sickening. And this gets to the situation now where they're pouring money into. But – China is the main thing. Natalie, I'm going to have you hold on. We've got a lot more to go through on your piece, and we're going to connect dots here, the high treason of the Bidens. Okay, this morning we are uh, highlighting a song, This Train. We're going to play the Johnny Cash version now, but we're going to get to sister Rosetta Tharp a little later in the show, who really made this song popular back in the 1930s. This Train by Johnny Cash. This train is a free train, this train. This train is a free train, this train. This train is a free train, everybody rides in Jesus' name. This train is a free train, this train. This train is don't pull no wires, this train. This train don't pull no lines, this train. This train don't pull no lines. Come on, pretenders and backbiters. This train don't pull no lines, this train. This train is a clean train, this train. 
This train is a clean train. This train. This train is a clean train. Everybody rides it in Jesus' name. This train is a clean train. This train. Do you want to ride a children's holy train? Do you want to ride a children's righteous train? Get on board. 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 Get on Get on board. Get on board. The economy grows bigger and bigger. It's powered by everyday Americans who are sick and tired of all the woke propaganda being jammed into every product they consume. Big mobile companies are no different. For years, they have been dumping millions into leftist causes, and we had to take it because you need a cell phone and probably thought there was no alternative, but there is. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, offering dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks so you get the best possible service in your area without the woke politics. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending a message that you support free speech, religious liberty, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military veterans and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your phone. Keep your number. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. That's PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon. Or call the following number, 878-PATRIOT, P-A-T-R. IOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. Get free activation today with the offer code Bannon. Ask about their coverage guarantee while you're there. Get the same dependable service and take a stand for your values. Make the switch today. Remember, stop giving your money to people that don't support your values. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Bannon or call 878-PATRIOT. Do it today. Take action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. How did that did that jack you up this morning? Okay, we're going to have later in the show Sister Rosetta Tharp. Her version, in fact, is the live version of uh, of her playing that uh, back, I think, in the 1950s. And we're going to have other covers of that in the second hour. Um, just um, let's get the construct. We're on offense here. We're not on defense. There's no long faces. I mean, they got the smirks and they had, you know, they're, 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 they're sitting there answering prayers, right? This is the law of unintended consequences. Because we will get a time and a place to prove to the American people and to the world. I would say the 40% of the American people don't believe it yet. 60% already do that the 2020 election was stolen and Joe Biden is uh, totally illegitimate. We'll also get to get into the Fed's erection of January 6th, of what actually happened, what really happened. And we'll get all that for the world, the American people in the world to see. In addition, even the weak-willed Republicans in the House cannot uh, turn away their eyes from the work of Natalie Winters and others that now, in very deep dives, are so showing that the Biden family knowingly, 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 and willingly 
sold out their country and their countrymen for cash money. And so therefore, we must go on an impeachment inquiry of Joe Biden. You watch. What's going to happen? The, the corruption and it's going to spread outside just the Bidens. It'll spread to many, many, many places of who sold this country out for money. What we have here is just quite simple. I just always want people to keep it in mind exactly what is happening. You have one individual that walked away from great wealth in order to save his country and then defending the Constitution and defending this republic is now uh, being persecuted. And you have another individual that has sold out his country for money that's being protected by the Praetorian Guard of this kind of uh, late republic, early empire of the United States of America, what we've devolved into. That's why you should um, thank divine providence that you live in times like this. Because this is the fight for this country. This is about political will. Don't At the end of the day, this is about political will. As I keep saying, there's no compromise here. There's no group hug. There's no kumbaya moment. Not going to happen. One side's going to win, and one side's going to lose. One side's going to win, and one side's going to lose. And this is going to be about your human agency. So strap in. A perfect example of that is our next guest, Mark Houck. Remember last time we had Mark on here, he had just been rounded up. Uh, by the FBI, I don't know, 15, 20 of them, up armored with weapons drawn, all the, you know, all, the, all that stuff you see in the Hollywood shows. They got the vest on, and they're coming up. They're tough guys. To roll up Mark Houck, throw him in jail, right? A devout Catholic that is pro-life. But no, that's being, a, being somebody prays the rosary, being someone that... Uh, that believes in the great traditions and customs of Christianity and Catholicism, that makes you a domestic terrorist. Don't ask me about it. Ask the Richmond field office, the FBI, that went after, that did a report on the, on the parish. You know, my parents were hobbits. They were kulaks, right? They're kind of the, the peasants that you look at that, that have their or, life organized in, in the neighborhood and the community looks up to them. That's, that's what the Marxists have to destroy. They have to destroy the kulaks. They have to destroy the hobbits. In the Shire. Field report of the FBI says that. Mark Houts, a perfect example. Mark, you just had to use your agency and take action, sir. Get our uh, audience up to date on what Mark Houck is doing. Well, ever since the war room on January 30th, I've had to uh, fend off those that uh, are encouraging me to run for office. I couldn't fend them off any longer. Took it to some deep prayer, my wife and I, and... Uh, we have learned that God's will for us is to run for the first congressional district in Pennsylvania uh, up against incumbent Brian Fitzpatrick uh, in the April primary. So uh, we threw our hat in the ring. We made a left out of the upper room and we went into Jerusalem and, and now we're in the fight. Uh, so, so, uh, so talk to me about this. Talk to me about the run, the district, why you're doing it, who you're running against, uh, what's your, what are your, what's your platform? Why are you running against a, uh, against, I believe a Republican that already controls the seat. What, why are you, why are you primarying somebody? Sure. So look, um, I don't want what happened to me 
to happen to anyone else in my district or this country for that matter. So after much prayer, as I said, um, and conversation with, with people who have mentored me, like Congressman Scott Perry, the republic is falling apart, as you just said. And uh, I have a duty to do my part. I believe St. Augustine, the great patriarch father of uh, the church, uh, desert uh, father, um, said that when you have an opportunity to have power, you should take it and use it for good. And so um, we prayed about it, and we decided that the best thing we can do to help this republic is to run against the incumbent, Brian Fitzpatrick, who does not vote uh, for me in the way I would like him. I am his constituent. I have voted for him the last couple of elections. This is his fourth term that he's running for. He runs on a pro-life ticket, but he does not vote pro-life, indicative of last week's vote for the abortion and the military funding. Uh, he was all for that. So um, I think that was just the final straw uh, that broke the camel's back for me. And I just decided we have to give better option to the people of the first district. And that's why I'm running. Uh, Mark, explain your in, in your running. It's quite um, emblematic of somebody that's just not going to take it. Talk about give give the audience that maybe wasn't here in January with us, just just what did the administrative state and the deep state do to you? Just give the audience an example of how they tried to break you as a person sure. and as a man of God. Sure. Well, as you already kind of alluded to, they, they stormed onto my property in the middle of the night. It was a dark o'clock in the morning. And we know tyrannies and dictatorships are coming to this country when little children are woken from their sleep and their fathers arrested in the cover of night at gunpoint. And so that's exactly how it happened. They proceeded to treat me like an animal, shackle me uh, to a table for six plus hours in a federal building with every intention to release me on my own recognizance. Their whole goal there was to humiliate me, intimidate me and, and instill fear, which they effectively did in my children and most of pro-life America. However, we weren't interested in that because we've been saying yes to martyrdom for 20 years. So when martyrdom knocked on my door, essentially fear knocked on my door, faith answered, and they had no response. When they approached me of all dates on January 6th, which I said on the war room on January 30th, that there was a plea, a sweetheart deal that they could offer me. No time, no fine, no probation. I was facing 11 years in prison, $350,000 in fines, and three years supervised probation. When they offered me that sweetheart deal, I said, that's a cowardly deal. But I said, let me talk to my wife. I went home and I talked to her and she said, you're not taking it because you're innocent. Secondly, if you decide to take it, don't bother coming home because you're not welcome here. And thirdly, uh, we need to do it for the good of the pro-life movement. And so we recognize that there's a greater call, even in the midst of being a father, a husband, uh, a ministry guy, that there was a greater call for our country and for the pro-life movement. And we're, of course, we're more than just a pro-life candidate. But, uh, but that's, that was that history. And, and of course, we're going to build off that. And you won in court. I mean, you faced them down. You didn't take the sweetheart deal, and you and you, against all odds, because when the feds come after you, what they want to do is crush you economically. You, you, you won, correct? Yeah, we had a 98% conviction rate when the feds come after you, so the odds were not good. I was preparing my heart for prison, but, you know, I know God would bring good out of it, even if I went to prison. But you're right. Uh, 
we prevailed in less than an hour when we got our true jury of our peers. In less than an hour, they deliberated and they rendered that decision and acquitted me of all charges at the three o'clock hour, which we know is the hour of divine mercy. Mark, first off, God bless your wife. <laughs> what a tough, that's a tough one. God bless her. Give, us, give her a hug for the whole audience. Um, Mark, how do people... I know you're kicking off. You were on Seb's show yesterday. You're here today. How do people find your site? How do they find out more about you and more about your campaign? Sure. They can go to Hauk, H-O-U-C-K, for Congress.com. That's Hauk for Congress.com. Our whole platform's there. It's all based on common sense. It's logical. It's reasonable. And we address issues like military. We're addressing issues like helping our vets, uh, the, school, the kids in the school, getting legislation forward to protect the girls on the playing fields uh, addressing environmental issues and all that stuff can be found there. And then, of course, we'll be building out that website, making it more robust as we go along. Halkforcongress.com. Mark Halk, uh, go with God. Uh, we will be following this closely, sir. Thank you, Steve. Always great to join you. I look forward to updating you as we go along. Honored, sir. Anytime. That's a warrior. Another warrior right now, audience favorite, Dan Bishop. Dan, we have, I, I take it, it, this is kind of bittersweet because you are among this audience's favorite congressman because of your earnestness and your toughness and your focus. But you tell us about the announcement you just made. Thanks, Steve. Uh, it's great to follow Mark Howe. What a great patriot he is. It's been good getting to know him. And, I, I, and it's, uh, it is some, it's sort of bittersweet and ironic. Uh, Mark is moving to Congress, and I think that'd be a marvelous upgrade there. I am preparing to leave Congress. I'm running for Attorney General of North Carolina. And, you know, Steve, uh, I think this fight is the same, and the, it's this question of which, which rampart you're manning at a particular point in time. The Attorney General seat in North Carolina has never been won by a Republican since Reconstruction. And uh, it is a, it, there's tremendous potency in those offices. And as you are well aware, to the points that you've even made in this broadcast so far, uh, my experience in Washington, four years there so far, uh, I've served part of a term in, uh, after a special election in 2019. I've been elected twice since then. But uh, Republicans, there's a status quo that affects even the Republican Party. And people are not yet prepared to go to the mat to make the changes that have to be made. You're aware because I was I went to ballistic about the uh, capitulation and the debt ceiling negotiations back in June. Uh, we've worked hard in the beginning of this year. I'm so proud of my House Freedom Caucus colleagues, especially the Patriot 20 who contested the speaker's election in order to reform practices in the House. And um, but I think the right field for me is this open seat for attorney general in North Carolina where I can uh, begin pushing to restore law and order in our cities in North Carolina, help consolidate Republican governance there. We have both bodies of the legislature. And most importantly, perhaps, the attorneys general positions have evolved into a nationwide uh, team that fights uh, administrative overreach by the deep state and by uh, Joe Biden and, uh, and whoever is president, frankly. And so I look forward to being a, a thought leader in that and an aggressive participant in protecting people's rights and freedoms as Attorney General of North Carolina. Uh, Congressman Bishop, can you just hang on one second? We have to take a short commercial break. I just want to uh, ask you a couple of questions about the uh, Tar Heel State. 
one of the best states in the union. And uh, what's happened down there? Dan Bishop has announced he's going to leave Congress to run to become the first Republican attorney general since Reconstruction. He'll join us on the other side. We've got uh, Grace Chong and Captain Bannon to make a special announcement. Natalie's going to join join us back. we got Julie Kelly, Caroline Wren. We are uh, manning the ramparts today as uh, Congressman Bishop says. Short break. Back in a moment. We rejoice when there's no more. Let's take down the seats. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. I offer you a choice, a choice between two worlds. Will you take the blue pill and continue living in a world where a corrupt few control everything? Or will you take the red pill and join us? What the elites don't want you to know is that there are 200,000 open committee man seats in the Republican Party. These party members are the ones who determine the future of the GOP. Let's take our country back one precinct at a time. Visit precinctstrategy.com now. Okay, welcome. We've got a bittersweet announcement with uh, Congressman Dan Bishop, one of the stalwarts in the House. We're going to get into that in a moment. We've got a, a, we got a, a great announcement. Grace Chung and uh, Captain Bannon are going to join us here momentarily with a, a big announcement for the War and Posse. Um, Congressman Bishop, first I just want to clear up. Your remaining in Congress are going to stay in the fight right through this Congress. The, the, you're running in 2024 obviously starting now, but you're running in 2024 to be the attorney general of the Tar Heel State? That's absolutely right, Steve. So I'm going to be right there with my uh, stalwart colleagues, and we've got a lot left to do, and we will keep doing it. And so uh, I look forward to serving for uh, balance of uh, 2023 and all of 24, even while this election goes on in North Carolina. We'll have to walk and chew gum at the same time, but we can do that. uh, And I will tell you this, Steve, uh, we, we have I've got pledges lined up uh, for this campaign just opened. Uh, we're going to have a magnificent first uh, 10 days and we'll report. I anticipate that when we report our first 10 day report, which you do in North Carolina, we'll be reporting a million dollars raised. Uh, and um, and it's I, I will say to your to your viewers, if they'll go to votedanbishop.com if they're inclined to donate a handful of dollars or whatever, uh, this is the, the, the deal. We've, we, the reason we've never won in North Carolina the attorney general spot is we haven't put up a Republican 
candidate who's capable and ready of running for running statewide. The money matters. Lots of other stuff matters. Being truthful matters the most, and being courageous, I think, matters uh, as much as truth. But uh, the money's important too. What I, I want to ask about North Carolina for a state with so many great patriots, uh, that President Trump's beloved, the MAGA movement's incredibly strong down there. Has it gotten so off track with this kind of these radical policies, not simply of the governor, but from the attorney general? Uh, you know, Steve, the, North, the Republican Party didn't mature in North Carolina, really. We had a governor in the 70s. We had a governor in the 80s. Republicans did. But it really is within the 2000s, uh, the turn of the century, when we began, we really matured as a, as a two-party state. Republicans took the legislature, and that was almost un- unimaginable when it occurred in 2010, midterm of the Obama years. Uh, there's been a sea change, fantastic improvement in fiscal management and the like, uh, for the Republican legislature for the last, what, 12, 13 years. Um, but the 16 years the attorney general spot was held by Roy Cooper, and then he became governor, and he's a, 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 a committed leftist. And a guy's even farther left than him followed him in the attorney general ra- general's ra- uh, seat, and that's Josh Stein, who's now running for governor against a great patriot. Actually, I actually have a primary there, but I've endorsed Mark Robinson for governor in North Carolina, we are headed in the right direction. North Carolina is not purple, as they say. It is pink. I mean, it is. Republicans have a structural advantage. And I think next year is going to be a fantastic year in North Carolina. Let's do in North Carolina what Ron DeSantis has accomplished in Florida. Let's make it a definitively Republican state. That's what I intend to help do. You mean, we could be looking at in 2024, uh, Mark Robinson as governor and uh, Dan Bishop as his attorney general. Is that what we're talking about? That would be a change. <laughs> that would be a change. And, and probably <laughs> super be. majorities in the legislature. And, um, and we'll, we'll clean some stuff up. And, you know, that is a, pa- a path. I mean, that's deliberate on my, in my thinking, Steve. I'm not sure if Washington can get past the status quo and the Republican do-nothings, frankly. Uh, but I believe uh, that we can go back and build states. And that's where people want to flow to. And so build representation in the Electoral College and in the uh, House of Representatives that way and keep fighting it out. We've got to keep, as I said, mount the ramparts, rotate strategies in order to win the country and save the country. Uh, Congressman, right before I let you go, can you give me a minute on uh, uh, we're going to have, I take it, a massive fight on appropriations, all these bills. It's impossible to get this done in the, what, 15 or 12 working days when you guys get back in September. Uh, how is the 20 and the 71 that fought the debt ceiling are going to dig in on this, sir? Certainly can speak for the 20. And I believe many others that, you know, not only House Freedom Caucus, but the Republican Study Committee, a much larger conservative group, has been right with us on f- fulfilling the commitment made in the speaker's contest back in January to go to the fiscal year 2022 spending levels without smoke and mirrors. And and uh, those bills can be passed. You're right about the timing. But there needs to be a, a short-term continuing resolution in the picture. It ought to cut government spending, too. Um, but, uh, and it ought, to, it ought to do something else. It ought to do something really. So we ought to go to the mat over the border in that uh, particular thing. But, yes, you can bet, it, bet that Chip Roy and Scott Perry and I, Lauren Boebert, uh, Eli Crane, the rest, we're going to be fighting this out. We've made it as clear as a bell. This isn't a game. We're going to see to it we follow through on our, on our promises. Uh, uh, Congressman, real quickly, where, where do people go to uh, to find out more and to contribute to your campaign? 
Thank you for asking, Steve. VoteDanBishop.com. They can find a donate link there within the next few, a few minutes. It is live, and, uh, and we're grateful for their help. Congressman, thank you for coming on, and good luck helping the great state of North Carolina. Thank you, Steve. Sister, Sister Rosetta Tharp, the live version of this, I think from the 1950s. We're going to play her original and a couple of covers in the next hour. Be back in a moment with a big announcement from the uh, the two folks that make it happen at the War Room, Grace Chong and Captain Maureen Bannon. This train is bound for glory. This train. Imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room But they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Bannon, and get the better health promise. Veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that 
because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical, that's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. All one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. Do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 